You're listening to DraftKings Network. in this first segment oh man we talk about so much we unbox some stuff from live Breathe football which was awesome we talk about our time in philly and how amazing it was and uh, drilladelphia is just such a wonderful city that's right you'll find out what that means we also talk about ali krieger oh that's right again she hit 100 caps they celebrate it we celebrate it uh we also talk about jill ellis leaving we talk about james o'connor leaving on his own maybe not uh, <laughs> no. we talk about some of some other stuff going on yes and in the second segment we are joined by gloria averbush and yael averbush hey. you may yael's been on the show before play professionally at NWSL, uh, executive director of the NWSL Players Union, app developer. We have her mother's and all. It's a mother-daughter day on the Cooligans. I get roasted across the board. (laughs) That and more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! it is oh, wow oh, oh. <laughs> back to being dizzy <laughs> <laughs> okay the blood is now gone from alexis's brain yeah uh, oh, wait, is that where it's supposed to go <laughs> uh hello everyone welcome to the show this That's is exciting right. that that yeah baby sounds very familiar i think i I heard it in philadelphia from time to time what an honor to be yelled at by uh by philly fans and to survive that yeah look at that. pretty <laughs> impressive so we'll talk about our trip uh going to the game normally uh, in philly when you get yelled at by sports fans that's that's what you're explaining to the police officer <laughs> as what began before your face was broken exactly you know yeah. I mean? and that, that's my favorite thing about philly that uh you know you the the, the sports fans uh regardless of the sport it doesn't matter if it's uh a, a very gentle sport yeah the, the energy is gonna the be a polo gr- ground <laughs> gonna be <laughs> it's ag- lit. aggressive <laughs> there. uh so welcome to the show everybody hello my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerrero all right we are your ah. favorite stand-up comedian comedians uh, that host uh, the funniest soccer television show that you've ever watched. Is that all it is, though? No, it's not just that. I, no, it can't be, right? <laughs> no, no, there's more on the resume. That's right, because it happens to be the gulliest soccer podcast, and that should be <laughs> off. Ah, ah, ah. There it is. That's right. Telev- That's my parole officer. <laughs> there it is. Television. It doesn't matter. Like I said, Alex. It doesn't, we keep it in, baby. It doesn't matter what what medium we are. Alexis will not raise the level of professionalism even one bit. Not at all. Why? First of all, this is what you paid for, Fubo. Okay. Who took the dump in the bathroom? Me. Who stole all the toilet paper? Me. This is what you purchased. <laughs> okay, they're learning real yeah. fast. Uh, <laughs> no regrets. They have it tattooed on yeah. their chest. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> so, yes, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I, I am excited because we did have a, a, a really cool time out in, in Philadelphia. We met a lot of Cooligans fans. I'll be honest, did not expect that much uh, brotherly love from the city of brotherly love. Yeah, dude, when we were on the way down there, we were calling it Drilladelphia. We were like, we're going to get killed, dude. Uh, but it turns out- Is that a thing people say? I never I remember. just made it up. Actually, I feel really cool about it. You know? I feel like Meek Mill needs to hear about it. So someone let Meek know what's up. Uh, but yeah, I was really excited to... Uh, 
to be down there. And then, yo, the immense amount of love we start getting from everybody. From everybody. I mean, we, look, we were there for the NYCFC uh, uh, match, you know, that uh, Philly was hosting. Right. Uh, it's the decision day. So if you guys don't know, uh, decision day is the final uh, day in Major League Soccer. That's right. Uh, where you figure out where the where the teams are going to end up and what playoff positioning and who's going to make it into the playoff. In the Eastern Conference, everything was basically set. But the uh, kind of boring, like we all knew what was up. Yeah, everybody I mean? went into this particular game just like nobody get hurt. Everybody, yeah. everybody chill. Everybody relax. <laughs> How about just a little game of kickabout? You know <laughs> all right, I mean? have, a little, have a little fun. You go over there. We go over here. And you know what? There were like three injuries. Yeah, yeah. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Ridiculous. Who told y'all to try? It wasn't us. <laughs> trying a little too hard. So speaking of love, though, we were we've been getting some amazing reviews. We have, uh, and we have to. Uh, 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 read this one and and point it out because this was uh, super cool. Uh, we this was a an iTunes review. So guys, don't forget uh, leave iTunes reviews. I know you. No, watch- iTunes are gone after this uh, update. So leave an Apple Podcast. Apple review. Podcast review. Correct. Hey, we don't make the rules. We don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Every app you love is now gone. I also want to say iTunes needs to go because right under our podcast logo is. Clean lyrics, which <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> nah, not only do we not have lyrics, ain't nothing clean about it. We're also it. inventing words like Drilladelphia. Drilladelphia. <laughs> oh, I'm getting another phone call. <laughs> it's the mayor of Drilladelphia. <laughs> so uh, we, oh, we look. Uh, we did have a. Uh, uh, we always get a lot of love, and uh, we, we we we're trying to get to uh, 600 reviews. On, That's right. On iTunes, we're trying to build up, baby. On Apple Podcast. So but please, this one is from uh, Nick Nice, C-O-Y-L. Yes. Come on, you loons. I'm assuming that means. I, that's right. Minnesota. And so this was uh, great. So I'll, I'll, Drill a soda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, pretty impressive. Okay, so this is uh, uh, from Nick. This is a really cool. We want to read this. So it says, guys, I met you uh, with my son. Don't laugh throughout the whole thing. Uh, guys, I met you with my son, Henry. Uh, he's an NYCFC fan outside Allianz Field before the first game uh, with Minnesota United. Drill a soda United. It just doesn't fit. <laughs> There's nothing drill about it. He goes, uh, Henry... Uh, was four days out of having surgery, but he flew to Minnesota uh, for the game and, and was with his third row guys uh, even still. I never knew uh, what Gully was. I never listened to the podcast, but I know now and I listen to you to you every week. Uh, you guys kept us laughing through a couple rough months of chemo and Henry's all better now. And now our team's are first in the East and second in the West. They were second in the West a while ago. Right. Uh, but uh, he said, and he says, uh, keep it going, even though you big TV, you're big TV stars now. And give my boy Henry a birthday uh, shout out this Sunday and stay gully. Come on, you loons and chicken bucket. Yo, shouts to Henry, man. Shouts, shouts to, to you. Yeah, man. Uh, you know how difficult, I mean, my wife is an oncology nurse. I know how extremely difficult uh, it is what you're going through. And at that young age, dude, shouts to Henry. Bravo, yo. Henry. And happy shouts birthday. Happy birthday, yo. Cheers, man. So thank yo, you. Yo, tell your father to give us his credit card number. We'll fly out for your birthday, okay? <laughs> you know, like, I know you got it. <laughs> we coming to drill a soda. <laughs> okay. Alexa will find any way to make this about himself or uh, any way that he can benefit. Yeah. Uh, for- I mean, the benefit is clearly for the kid, you know? <laughs> no, but we're happy we could help. I mean, that's uh, it's not nah, a thing it's, we, it's we go into necessarily thinking about, uh, you know, because we're doing jokes about drill a soda. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But if it could help, 
Uh, we're happy to if do that. If any of this helps somebody, well, then thank you <laughs> and you're welcome. So, uh, but yeah, so the the, the soccer community is uh, uh, incredibly uh, supportive and loving, and we want to give that right back to you guys. Yeah, so, sure. um, let's uh, we let's get to a couple box. We have boxes. That's right in front of us. My favorite segment, unboxing. <laughs> he is uh, Alexis. Is a big, the only reason we do this podcast. Big fan of free things. Let me open um, this I'm, one first, and this is related, I believe. To what I'm wearing, I'm wearing an Umbro shirt. It says okay. it's from Umbro. Okay. So Ooh, this, what is it? Okay, this is just a pair of shorts. A pair of shorts. What size? This is. Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna. I thought I was gonna say triple X. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It is medium. So this is for me. That's you. Okay. Yeah. But they're the OG Umbro shorts. Okay. Are they what? Like they they ride high? No, no. These are like that. This is the classic shorts. <laughs> like when I was a kid, if you had, I mean, why are we holding in the? I know it's yours, but too bad. Uh, what does it say on it? There's a number on it. I don't know what that so means. It's like a skew. These are the official Umbro shorts. Like when you were a kid, if you like you played soccer or even went Whoa, to the pool. Whoa, these are like tremendous. Yeah, you wear these shorts with the square sort of pattern. Oh. Do you remember this at all? And they have pockets. Do they? Yeah. All right, so you can touch yourself in the pool. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> no, thank you. No, I'm just looking <laughs> for my keys. <laughs> thank you for these, Umbro. These look like I'm, I'm about to like. Uh, I can't get out of the pool right now. <laughs> just give me a minute. This, look, I, this looks like I'll wear these to fight Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You mean you wear those to die at the hands of Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> Thank you, Umbro. For I like this. This doesn't even have an address on it. It just says the Cooligans and it got here. Oh, look at that. I, <laughs> that's I pretty think, dope. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's poison. Oh, I see who it's from already. Oh. Okay, this is LBF. Liberty Football. Yo. Okay, All right, these on. are... Okay, look at this. Yeah, I'm so Live this. Breathe Football. Yeah. If you don't know them, they are a uh, a clothing brand based out of Philadelphia. I always read, and I'm not the one who knows how to read. So why don't you do this? Okay. Uh, so handwriting is a little rough, but I can I can get through it. All right, so, don't so, complain about it. <laughs> Alexis and Christian, congratulations on the Fubo TV show. It's amazing. Uh, as I'm not gonna swear, but it's as amazing as f to see uh real. You are where I said Philadelphia. It's gonna be bleeped anyway, so I just want people to know. Uh, it's, it's amazing as f to see real MFers winning. Uh, <laughs> keep making me laugh and inspiring us all. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> from, from myself and everyone at LBF, enjoy the threads, plus get uh, bent, get bent off the what is this? Douce, baby. Douce, you deserve it. We got a bottle of Douce VSOP <laughs> cognac. All the best, Boone. Thank you, Boone. Wait uh, till we the- drop an album by the time this this Douce is done. <laughs> so, wait, what is uh, this exactly? What is it? It's like whiskey, it's a very high end cognac. It's oh. been mentioned in a thousand rap songs. Okay. Yeah. Yo, yes. I've now it's uh it's it's been what rhymed with lots of words. Okay, this is the Portland Thorns. He did a Portland Thorns. If you don't know about uh Liberty Football, they do they do like um collabs. They did a collab with Sporting Kansas City and Portland Thorns. Yeah. I mean, this this, this close is insane. I mean, here's a Sporting Kansas City uh jacket, which is so dope. This is wild. Yo, shouts to Liberty Football. Check their website out, especially if you're a Thorns fan or yeah, how about this? If you are a fan of a team that doesn't ever collab with uh, Liberty Football, yeah, yo, send an email to that team. They They're gotta right. do. I mean, look how dope this is. They're supporting and working with uh, MLS teams, with with uh, NWSL teams. Like they're really uh, a, a part of the culture. So it's really really cool. So this yeah, is great. Yeah. Thank and you they so much. Us a bottle of Duce, which is awesome. <laughs> the Duce is a hit. Clearly, uh, there's one. Of everyone here at Fubo is gonna love it. They're gonna get <laughs> drunk in between segments. Wait, we're sharing. 
<laughs> we will share, Alexis. All yes, right. That's a, that's well, a- why doesn't everyone share your shorts, Christian? <laughs> doesn't make sense. I want to keep my dude set. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that look about, I think it'll lead to some issues with HR. Yeah. All of us you share, know I know HR. <laughs> sharing sharing my shorts. Uh but no. Um but thank you, LBF. Yes, uh we get we did get to see uh a boon out there in uh in yeah. Philly and we and we did have a, a great time, man. Um, absolutely NYCFC did win the game two to one, so we we, uh, we didn't get to see uh, uh, uh well at least we got to see a goal and we got to experience the the duping that's what they say when they score a goal we're not cool. making fun of anyone no no, no. that's what they say <laughs> and what they sing <laughs> it's dope the energy out and it's it's highly dupe the dupe the, the dupe had reached exponential levels uh but it was dope I mean uh, we got to hang out with Fishtown FC uh at Paseto Philly Paseto Philly uh, uh, his girl, which is uh, she was very nice. Yes, uh, uh, Mike Thomas, a Gully Squad member. But most importantly, I mean, they're all important. They're all important. But we got to meet a legend in the game. <laughs> You've known them since day one. If you follow soccer, young children have been thinking about <laughs> one day, 40 years later, maybe we get to meet the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the lizard, the snake. <laughs> Fang, Fang, everybody! We got to hang out with Fang, and uh, we—you'll uh, see some uh, some videos uh, with uh, Fang that we're going to be working on. And right, we like filmed that. a little something with Fang. A I mean, su- a little something, something, a little something, a little little thing, you know? <laughs> so, a drill, a sketch. I can't think of. <laughs> I can't think of. <laughs> uh, but we did have a, a blast while we were there, man. It was uh, a, it was an absolute honor to work with Fang and and um, the whole team there. Yes. Everyone's great. Yes, yes. Just he's a, a, he's, a, he's a up. Outstanding employee, uh, Fang. Yeah. <laughs> really, as in never swears, <laughs> doesn't talk. Uh, uh, that and that's right. And w- one thing I wanted to mention because we did get a lot of uh, 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 love and support while we were out there. Um, uh, the Philadelphia Union uh, are in the playoffs. They're going to be playing against right. uh, the New York Red Bulls. But they're uh, this Thursday. Uh, they're going to be uh, hosting a playoff rally at the at Xfinity Live. So, uh, so go to that. That is going to be uh, October seven, uh, October tenth at, at 7, seven p.m. PM. Uh, at Xfinity uh, Xfinity Live, and 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 show some love if you're in Philadelphia. Uh, and should, yeah, have a good time. It's a nice rally. Come out, take a couple pictures. I'm sure Fang will be there. Some of the players. That's right. You know, mention the name Drilladelphia. You <laughs> know what I mean? Just <laughs> mention, bring it up. Mention the Cooligans. I sent yeah. you. You know, yeah. you'll get a you get a 10 percent discount to a free event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and give us part of that 10 percent. <laughs> exactly. You know, you win a couple World Cups. You get to walk away whenever you want. Jill Ellis is done. She played her. She coached her last game. That's right. Uh, 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 a 1-1 draw uh, against uh, Korea. That's and, right. and uh, but Jill, I mean, we have out, to- on, the, out on the top, baby. <laughs> she won a World Cup. I want to be like, why even make me play? Why even make me coach this the, game? The victory to- victory tours are always a little um, uh, strange, right? Because you want to like where it, the excitement is not the same as obviously a like a competitive game. Of course, not. it's not. It's not necessarily also like a. It's a weird friendly. The energy feels a little different because it's like. Yo, let me, invite the you, team. let me invite you so I can celebrate right. my trophy that I won uh, in another country. It's like inviting your ex to your wedding. You know, <laughs> yeah. why don't you go ahead? You show up, you relax. You know what I mean? Just basking on my glory. Right? I mean, you're not really that important, but we want you to be there. Just make sure you don't make a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it easy. This is my day. You know? So, uh, but Jill Ellis, man, an incredible uh, time with the U.S. Come to the drill abrasion. <laughs> There's no, There's no reason for any of this. I want you to know. Okay, we we know the word of the day. Um, no, the uh, 
an incredible career with the, the women's national team. And now it, it it sort of puts the, I don't know, the program, this kind of weird place of like the clear success, but no, no clear successor. So we don't know. No, we, there's no real like. What are you talking about? Take 18 months to hire Greg Berhalter. <laughs> Just keep it the U.S. <laughs> you know, soccer style. You know, what are you talking about? We ain't got time. We got all the time in the world. We got about three years yeah. until the, the next World Cup. We just hire someone a year before a major competition. <laughs> Just two weeks before the Olympics. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, my God. we, we, yeah. <laughs> we Oh, yeah. Slipped, slipped my mind. Oh no. oh, no. We left the kid at home. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I hope. Uh, uh, you know, U.S. soccer handles this a little bit differently than they did with the men's program. But uh, uh, like uh, incredible just amount of credit for uh, Jillas, even though people did say like the, her job was not really, uh, you know, Hope Solo was. No, I was going to say, no, people didn't say that. Hope Solo said this. <laughs> Hope Solo. Hope Solo, yo, she trash, B. <laughs> anybody could coach that team. Well, no, you know, now we're going to see if anybody can just really just coach that team that easily. Does it hurt her legacy if the next coach comes in and wins the next two? There's no way. You win two World Cups. There's, it's impossible to hurt your legacy in right. any way. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, uh, but we got to give her credit where the credit is due. She did, uh, uh, you know, make the uh, uh, field the right to, team. She should go coach the women's team in Napoli and start doing blow like Maradona. I watched the special. <laughs> I watched the documentary. Okay, Alexis, why should she do that? I don't know. It makes for a pretty good documentary if you ask me. You know what? I think that might affect her legacy. <laughs> no, I, you know, apparently it doesn't. If anything, it just makes you wild lit at parties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, watch watch that. Yeah. Watch the, the, the documentary. Ellis. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's realist. <laughs> it, just, it gets dumber every time. Uh, but no, so incredible from her. And um, uh, we should also, let's talk about other coaching uh, uh, vacancies uh, that are in, in, in Major League Soccer. Five minutes after Orlando City <laughs> lost their match. The whistle blew. Already. James O'Connor's like, he got, he's getting all these texts. <laughs> uh, like, I'm not... I shouldn't even have my phone on the field, but I don't a drone with a pink slip comes down at the end of the man. That seems this seems like a grand misuse of funds. James O'Connor, head coach of of Orlando City, outed, fired, You're sacked, gone. as they say uh, in Europe. You got all of them, all in one. Look at him; he looks upset about it in this photo. Sure, I mean, I don't. He's never smiled. No, I think. Uh, but no, it's it's a bit of a bummer. A lot of Orlando City fans were actually big fans of James O'Connor and don't feel that. He's the reason the team is not uh, hasn't been able to make it into the playoffs and hasn't really found any success. Uh, they, they were look at the talent they have on that on that field. Yeah, and it, look, it clearly starts from something other than just the coach because Adrian Heath is going to the playoffs. Yeah, he's Brian, doing fine. Yeah, and he's doing just fine. And Jason Christ is going. Oh wait, no, <laughs> yeah. where is Jason Christ? <laughs> Uh, okay, well, it's not always not the coach's fault. But clearly there's uh, some type of structural issue yeah. uh, in Orlando. And hopefully it gets taken care of because the fans show up uh, for, for their games and they do a great job of cheering. But he's not the only one uh, who's got. Well, I guess Pelado is leaving. Pelado. Pelado. What did I say? <laughs> I said Pelado. <laughs> you you forget I have a Cuban accent. <laughs> right? We swallow our tongues when we speak. 
All right, we're not all perfect like the Dominicans, everybody. <laughs> oh, wow, our flawless Spanish? Yeah, thank you for giving yeah. us the credit. No, Pelado Almeida, Matias Almeida, he is, uh, the okay, the rumors are, after San Jose did not make it into the playoffs, lost to the Portland Timbers. Uh, the, the rumors started before that, because if you notice, the Monterey fans were tweeting, like, been a Portland Timbers fan my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Up, up the Portland Timbers. <laughs> all in Spanish, like, love Portland Timbers. They're doing, having uh, chainsaws, they're cutting trees. <laughs> they have me mind that. <laughs> so no, but yeah. So the rumor is that he might uh, uh, that that Monterrey might uh, buy buy use trigger the buyout clause, right? And actually uh, try to get uh, Pelado Almeida and his and his staff to Monterrey uh, because of, the rumor is that he's not uh, his happy staff and him having uh, assimilated to San Jose. Yeah, he's saying like you know no you know he's sort of. What's what? It's what? Uh, what's his face? Patrick Vieira said. Yeah, like what are you talking about. What's going on? I was a France visiting family. <laughs> also, I'm leaving to go to France. Uh, it turns <laughs> out, yeah, we're right. <laughs> Mid sentence. <laughs> that, that didn't happen? last. That didn't last long. <laughs> wow. you, usually, you can keep the lie going a little longer. I feel like I don't need to print the first half of that <laughs> sentence. No. But I, it would be a bummer if he left. Uh, I think he. Where, where's he? I he started think, to change the culture there. They didn't buy anybody. They didn't sign they anybody. The, la- they the last like they didn't win the last like eight games. Yeah. It's just like. Insane. Apparently, he'd been gone for the last eight games. <laughs> but he was he got red carded all these times and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's frustrating. We hope he he decides to stay because I think San Jose uh, and can he's really just good for the culture here. Yeah. So uh, there, there's there've been a lot of uh, a lot of departures. Players are getting older. You know. They they have to go to a farm upstate, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Do they have? To? <laughs> that's what. That's how it works. Sorry, son. <laughs> no, but we have uh, we had a lot of announced uh, retirements, and it's been uh, a bittersweet sort of last like month because we knew that this was like the final time we we're going to see a lot of these players. Also, for especially for Tim Howard, for you in particular, that's he's right. one of the reasons why you picked Everton. So you'll never forgive him. You know? <laughs> it's going to be very difficult. Uh, Tim Howard, who. Uh, uh, he's now playing for the, you know, had his final match with uh, the Colorado Rapids, but obviously played for Manchester United, played for Everton, played for the Metro New- Stars, the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars, right. the New Jersey legend, uh, Tim Howard. And uh, yeah, so he was a big reason of why I, I wanted to support uh, Everton because they, Everton was one of the few teams in the Premier League that was like signing. Cool with uh, Americans because Landon Donovan played there for a little while. That's right. Uh, who also retired. But there he is. Uh, Tim Howard saying goodbye um, American legend also seems like the end of that era where like American goalkeepers were like the thing to have. You know what I mean? Sure. They were the you shiny know, bald object. Right. You know, like everyone wants a certain <laughs> chain. You know what I mean? Or everybody remember pimp cups was the thing for a while. He was a pimp cup. <laughs> You had to have a pimp cup. Were you even a rapper if you didn't have a pimp cup? You know what I mean? Are you even a Premier League team if you only got an American goalkeeper? That's, that's true. We had, yeah, Brad Friedel. Right. Another Brad, pimp cup. A lot of, <laughs> lot of, little rough around the edges pimp cup. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. a pimp cup nonetheless. Yeah, pimp cup. This pimp cup got a lot of, got a lot of opinions. <laughs> So a tough ass Pimka. Um yes, uh Brad Guzan as well, who obviously uh, is yeah. playing for Atlanta United now. But the yes, it, it's uh, he he sort of set the uh that is a common thing with uh with soccer that is I don't know if it happens with other sports, but when a player is successful from a particular country, everybody's like, yo, we gotta go. Right. Find, go through what a mine. Wait, there's creative midfielders in Brazil. Get me as many Brazilians <laughs> as you can find. <laughs> they don't even, and, and that'll like uh, uh, inflate players' value depending yeah. on what country that they're from. Absolutely. Like for a long time, it was hard to get an American to play in what they call the outfield, like in the actual field. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're American? Cool, you're in goal. Like, no, I'm a striker. <laughs> no, no. They're like, it's hilarious. <laughs> 
is hilarious. Real cute. <laughs> Everybody, do you hear what this guy said? Do you hear what this four foot eight guy said? Get him in goal. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's our shot stopper. Yeah. No. Uh, he's yeah. a brick wall. <laughs> so, uh, but but Tim Howard did do a lot for for goalkeepers, and 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 probably did uh, lay the path for uh, other teams to, trying to take a shot on yeah. uh, on other goalkeepers in in Europe. So, um, but also we have to talk about Demarcus Beasley. Hold on, let's not forget the most important part of Tim Howard, Jersey legend. Okay, oh, that's right. To you. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, he has um, he did do a lot for people with. Uh, I can't remember the word. Tourette's. Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Yes, he has uh, Tourette's syndrome. He's like a big advocate in helping. Yeah. Uh, so he's done a lot for uh, kids uh, who have Tourette's and play sports and stuff who would sometimes get picked on and made fun of. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, just be taller and bigger than them. And they're like, well, that's not <laughs> the best advice for everybody. So, uh, yes, he did a lot. No, he anyway. does a lot. Um, also, Demarcus Beasley, we have to talk about he, uh, uh, the Houston Dynamo. Run DMB. Uh, plays in his final uh, match, uh, wins. This again. is the fourth time he's retired. Let's start there. <laughs> okay. It's strange that he's retiring at 22 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. He's, had, he's had quite the longevity. This kid is the Larry David of uh, <laughs> of, of professional he, soccer. He should. He, Retires at the end of every season, gets pulled right back in. So I don't know. Who knows if he retired, what, four years ago at like 33 or 34? I think he retired from international duty. No, no, no. He retired. And, retired, uh, retired. Houston, yeah, and oh, Houston, you Dynamo. retired, retired? Oh, dang. <laughs> Both of them? Both of them? Uh, so he got called back in by the Houston Dynamo. And I think to this day, probably still the best left back we have in the system. He's one of the greatest uh, American uh, footballers we've yeah. ever had. I mean, without a doubt. So uh, and, Played and it, in Europe. Could have went to Barcelona. He just revealed. He revealed that there was some conversation. I was on vacation. <laughs> you know, the kid could have gone if he wanted to. I love, yeah. I love the speculation on this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he could have. Oh, he was a. He, he could have been a Galactico. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Google that. Look You'll it up. find yeah. our website. <laughs> You're not going to find any corroborating evidence. No, no, never. But trust us. <laughs> but no, uh, DMB is just a, a, a hero, and uh, he he inspired a lot of the the, the current. Uh, uh, U.S. Uh, men's national team and stuff like that. So uh, a, a lot of uh, love there. So it was just uh, cool to see. And a couple other people that and we got to get them on the show. Can we get these guys on the show? Tim Howard, come on the show. We got a bleep button, baby. <laughs> You He has been known to like uh, when he gets like it was a chant that uh, in, in Everton. Yes, that's uh, right. Timony, Tim, Timony, Tim, Timony, Tim, 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 because uh, he would just yell that because he's got Tourette's. You know what I mean? Who cares? <laughs> they just, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes, that's how Europeans show yeah. that they are allies. They yeah. just create a chant of, of whatever the, <laughs> your gonna, most offensive thing. We're going to take the thing you're most insecure about <laughs> and we're going to just jam it into a song. And then 800 people standing behind you are going to sing it in unison. And you know? all of them are drunk, but somehow still remember this quality. But about behind you. the beat. Yeah, I mean, if it all- slaps, it slaps. <laughs> you know, we don't care. We co sign anything that slaps. Talk about me being fat. If it goes, it goes. <laughs> we uh, we recently were at a media event and we got to talk to some of the NYCFC players who are top of the East, get a bye in the first round of the playoffs. And also going to the CONCACAF Champions League. And going to the CONCACAF Champions League. We're, we're not. We're going to go. We're probably going to go to that. That'll be fun. <laughs> Play a game in Philadelphia. But right now, why don't we go to this great interview we did with one of our friends, Ben Sweat. 
All right, everybody, you know exactly who this is. We nicknamed the man. <laughs> he, maybe he'd rather be, what, clear water fishing, right? Fresh water fishing. Than sitting on the third floor in New York City. But, baby, when you're with us, you're having a good time. It's almost like fishing, but it doesn't make you go to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, Sweatinho himself, Ben Sweat. What's up, everyone? What's up, guys? How are you guys doing? How did, um, uh, I feel like the, the nickname... Kind of stuck. I feel like a couple of people were tweeting at you. Stuck, man. I got, I got actually quite a few tweets and okay. comments. Um, it always pops up, so it's stuck. Sure. Look at that. Look, what kind of, look at the influence. We're influencers. Yeah. Influencers now. Exactly. Yeah. Instagram influencers. Absolutely. Check out my hot girl summer photos I'm posting <laughs> all over Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag TV too. <laughs> Ben, uh, uh, we, we were talking before we started recording. Uh, how does it feel to be back? You've been dealing with a couple nagging injuries uh, this season. But from what it looks like, uh, the team looks to be, the chemistry seems to be there. Uh, a couple hiccups here and there. But how do you feel uh, being back? No, it's, it's good. It's good to be back. Um, you know, like any like any player, you go through ups and downs with injuries. And I've had a couple this year, and you just deal with them. You know, that's part of the job. It's what, it's what we know, what we're aware of. And... Um, you know, we, we have a really deep squad where if, you know, someone's missing, the next person's ready to fill in and, and step in and, and uh, you know, do the job just as well. So we've been, uh, we've been playing really well. You know, obviously we need to continue this, you know, continue getting better and, and performing better, you know, heading into playoffs and, you know, just, just finishing uh, the season and a year strong. When you get a chance to go in, right, sometimes you'll see the coaches talking to you, right, on the sideline right before you go in. Sometimes they have, like, pieces of paper they're flipping through. Do you pay attention to any of that? Are you just like, yo, let me out there and do what I do? No, no, I have, <laughs> I have, to, I have to pay attention to it. <laughs> Believe me, otherwise we're going to get yelled at the next day in video. Oh, that's right. I forget there's video over you doing. <laughs> a lot of cameras out there. a lot of cameras, bro. So it's, no, it's, it's always, like, set pieces, kind of tactical kind of stuff. And, yeah, it's, it's important to, to pay attention to that and, um, you know, get on the field and, and make sure you don't skip a beat. You know, you fill right in. You ever look at it and be like, I'm going to do all that, but I'm also going to flex on them. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do that, but the main reason why I'll go out there is, uh, you know, yeah. do my thing. I got to stunt a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Because you are known to pull out some incredible, uh, you know, through, through balls, passes, assists. Yeah. All of a sudden, the, the creative attacking midfielder yeah. pops out of you. That's not something that they ever go through. Is that just something in the moment where you're like, yo, I got this? Exactly. Exactly. It's all natural after that. Just take over. <laughs> What? Instinct takes Insta- over. Instinct just takes over. Well, it does seem like this uh, this season, uh, Dome has been using the three-back system more often. Oh. And you and uh, Matarita seem to be in the midfield a lot more. So it seems like possession uh, it seems to be more of a priority over the over the defending yeah. for your particular role. Yeah. Has that been like a, a difficult adjustment or do you feel comfortable doing that? It's been, it's been an adjustment. Uh, it's a lot more running than a four-back because we need to be the width as it attack but we need to get back and we need to defend um so it, it was an adjustment and um you know we're not we're not too much part of the, the build-up anymore okay. in some games um you know we we want to be the guy that's high and wide that's always open um 
you know, and it worked out well. You know, we, we got a lot of freedom to attack, and that's what that's what Dolme wants, whether it's Monta or I or Anton and now Eric. Yeah, so right back. Okay. Uh, and when you you were you were one of the first players that called into our show, so we're always very like grateful of that. But one of the things that you had mentioned was, in other words, we stand for you. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, always I appreciate that. We're sweating your stand. But you um, were talking about fishing, and that 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 is a uh, very much a pastime of yours. How have have you taken any other players with you fishing? Have you sort of kind of like the, and I'll say this because we went to MLS All Star and I I did one of the the airboat. Yeah, on the swamp, I never. I saw gators. Crazy, right? Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was pretty yeah. intense. I did not do that. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near it. It's intense for sure. <laughs> have, have you sort of uh, let any of the other players? Have you introduced them to your lifestyle, that Florida lifestyle? Uh, I mean, when I was down playing in Florida, yes. Okay. Uh, obviously, these guys know, you know, how avid of an angler I am. So. Angler. We got to get angler. That's the term. Angler. 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 Avid angler. Um, So obviously when I'm back in Florida and they're in town, you know, if they want to get on the boat with me, um, I'll, you know, I'll show them what it's all about. Open invitation. It's open. Exactly. Who would be the absolute worst angler on the team? Like just not even accustomed to that type of life. I'm going to have to put Maxime Cheneau in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. No chance. Yeah. Okay. He's very concrete. Very concrete. He's very set in stone in his French ways. Yes. <laughs> Me and Maxime will go have cured meats. Y'all go angling. Yeah, we'll go sip a little cup of tea or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all be quiet so you don't scare the fish. Him and I will be drinking heavily in the mid-afternoon. All right. Well, so, Dude, best of luck. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank, Thank you. you. Wasn't that great? Ben Sweat is awesome. He's, he's amazing. And first of all, well, thank you so much for inviting us to an event with free food and free drinks. Uh, <laughs> can't stress it. Oh, yeah. Hold on. And players. That's right. That's right. We, were, oh, we were doing interviews. Oh, and, and professional athletes. Yeah, oh. that was pretty cool. It's so funny. You know what it is now? It's like uh, we don't like to big ourselves up, but like we were talking about Philly. Like, wait, well, wait, wait. Excuse me. I do. <laughs> we, no, you we, were on the right camera for this. <laughs> we're going to make ourselves up right back to camera three, baby. We done. Uh, right back to John Starks. Uh, but like, all right. So I like to big us up because yeah. we're amazing at what we do. But uh, we don't necessarily need like. Uh, you know, tons of plaudits or whatever. I'm only kidding. Please, please do it. Uh, but it is cool, like when fans yell out and stuff like that. But it's kind of cool that now, like some players are like know who we are. Like, yeah, that like was Ben Sweat. We know because we did an interview him. But we were walking by other players, like, oh look, it's the Cooligans. I'm like, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our voice goes up. <laughs> yeah, like, you're Sean Johnson. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, have we, yeah. Met, have we met before? Uh, but we're on TV more than they are now. They're only on once a week. <laughs> so sure, there's up? there's some MLS teams that are on no days a week yeah, now yeah <laughs> so, exactly yeah that's kind of nice uh so thank you again for to nycfc and uh ben sweat for jo- for joining us yeah guys. also thank you to whoever got the cinnamon babka out in the studio my heart is racing right now <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing so what's what's the recipe seven pounds of butter seven pounds of sugar and throw babka in there <laughs> okay uh, uh boy again food food he's a big fan um so let's talk big comma fan <laughs> uh let's talk about uh, a couple things that happened uh, over the week in uh, in women's national team news, U.S. That's women's right. national team news, Ali Krieger gets uh, she she had her hundredth cap before the World Cup, right? But the celebration yeah. for it happened uh, the, in in the in this the game that Jill Ellis's final game right. as well. So, uh, but Ali Krieger they call it something. The, they're not sentient. Century? No, the centurion, Cent- centenarian. There's a the centaur. Yeah, Cent- <laughs> she's a centaur now. Dude. A cent- but Ali Krieger, first of all, besides being an absolute incredible uh, defender, one of my favorite soccer players of all time. Yeah, uh, friend of the show. That's right. 
uh, someone who we love dearly and uh, want her on the show uh, again. Every day, every week. We ask her all the we time. Have, we told Fubo, can you put us on every single day and have Ali Krieger on each day? <laughs> I'm more than happy for her to be the third cool again. I think she's deserved it. <laughs> no. Legitimately the funniest person we've ever had on our show. Yes, Ali Krieger, if you haven't watched uh, or heard our interview with her uh, that we recorded at the, the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Yeah, there's Coaches a picture of us there. Uh, Thank God I wasn't wearing that. <laughs> so <Yeah>. Go to <laughs> tune into that. You can watch it on our YouTube. YouTube channel you can listen to the Look podcast how happy i look in this photo yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> i'm yes. so excited i got to i've, seen, I've seen your your wedding photo you're yeah. not this happy all right well don't <laughs> not into a camera christian <laughs> you are quite <laughs> excited yeah. and- well there's a reason we cropped the photo where we did also <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i meant <laughs> no it's i'm i'm legitimately like I was enthralled at how funny she was. Yeah, because you meet people that you admire that you've watched in you know a play since you started watching, or or at some point you started uh, you know watching the women's World Cup, and all of a sudden you're like, this person's amazing. And then in an interview, she's great. And then on camera and on microphone, also great. And you're like, is there anything she can't do? Yeah, yeah. invite us to her wedding. <laughs> invite us to the wedding. That is the last thing uh, that is on her bucket list. I yeah, hope. Uh, I really hope so. <laughs> the Cooligans uh, uh, at the at the Crashland wedding would be really be. <laughs> Uh, incredible. So uh, a couple other things going on. Uh, let's talk about uh, Jesse Marsh real quick, because there was a video of him that went viral yeah. of, of uh, a halftime speech. This was the match. Of the, he, he's a coach for uh, uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, and RB Salzburg. RB Salzburg. So it's not a sorry, yeah. uh, ro- What is it? Robsenspor? No, that's Leipzig. Oh, that's right. Okay. Robsenspor ball. Okay. Leipzig. <laughs> this is okay. Yeah, yeah this is they're, they're this moving, is, they're just moving the money around. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> it's in my left pocket right now. <laughs> we don't know yeah. who, who owns that team, but um, <laughs> Salzburg, yeah. So they uh, during this um, uh, the match against Liverpool, yeah, uh, they were they were I think they were down two to one at, at halftime, and he delivered uh, one of the honestly one of the most in, like enthralling engaging speeches i've ever seen Every, right well I've, due to history when someone's angrily yelling in a, a speech in german, german yeah we kind of freak out we get you know a little worried I mean? but Poland <laughs> says like secure the borders you know what i mean but he was doing um uh maybe we can call it uh jurnglish yeah 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 Jur- it was deutschling <laughs> deutschenglish <laughs> it was like spanglish but german and english exactly and but it was definitely like engaged i was just like yo I, I don't know what half of it was but i'm like y'all i'm ready to run through a wall for this exactly dude. right and then immediately everybody's like this should be the u.s men's national team manager we've said it <laughs> i don't know, I don't that, know why you wait 18 months and not get this i mean look we, put out greg burhalter's halftime speed <laughs> look uh, J- Jesse Marsh's success should be, I think, just that and, and that oh. and, and Salzburg. It's a big deal. We're on a podcast. Make it messy, Ameri- Christian. American coach that coaching the, uh, the UEFA Champions League, a huge deal. You know, we, is that going to help us win a World Cup? It might. How in the in the long run, maybe How? maybe How? he gets that experience and then he comes. Or maybe up. he convinces those German kids that are really good to say they're American. <laughs> uh, look at the smile on his face. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready to make it hot. You know what I mean? You know what? What was interesting? I was uh, my my girlfriend. So I was watching the the the. The halftime speech on my on my phone and uh, my girlfriend was in another room mm-hmm. and she heard it from the other room and she just walked in and she said, is that what Hitler would sound like if he was a soccer coach? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I, I've never laughed hard. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> the, the, my Temper comment, what you're going to say. <laughs> she 
was, and that's like, uh, I, and if if you met her, she is like the most polite, sweet person. She doesn't say stuff. <laughs> she like She does this. not say stuff. I like will this. say this about your girl. She doesn't say much, but every once in a while, she pulls out a bang. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's like, "Look what I found." We're like, yeah! I didn't know you had that. Where did that come from? <laughs> All right, good, good for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, uh, uh, it was incredible. I yeah. and uh, and a lot of credit to him. Even though they ended, up, they lost four three, four but three, they but came but back down three goals to the, dude, great, it was the best team in all of soccer. When they tied the game, he uh, he lost his mind. He ran. he ran out and celebrated with them. Not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's that's Klopp style. Yeah, Jurgen yeah. Klopp. He, yeah, at least he didn't run out on center pitch and right. So sorry, he does the slide for the guy <laughs> who scores. All right, he's a little more low Take key than Jurgen Klopp. So yeah. give him credit. Uh, but no, it, impressive. Uh, even from RB Salzburg, and maybe they might get out of the group. It might. It might be. It might be crazy, but it's it's not impossible. There's a chance. I mean, it's for goal differential, they they possibly can. Exactly. There were uh, a couple of things that we have to get to, but one of them was uh, a, a we couldn't n- get a tan this weekend. Because <laughs> somebody was throwing a lot of shade. No, no, no. We have to the the statue that's causing a little oh, bit of shade. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> We have to talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic because he got a statue built, and you would think he would have had a statue built already. Yeah, he him. seems also in his house. You think he would just have a statue? <laughs> yeah. See, I'm sure he I yeah. hired somebody in right. L.A. to build one. Already for just him. put one in his bed. He's like, I want to sleep next to myself. I don't die. <laughs> but know no, accent that is. Zatan Ibrahimovic uh, getting got a statue built uh, in Malmo, in Malmo, where he's wh- from. Where he's from in Sweden, and this is uh, it's a big deal for a, a lot of reasons because it's a massive honor. Because uh, yeah, we don't have statues yet. We don't have bobbleheads yet, man. Yo, come on, Nork, <laughs> give me a statue. <laughs> Yo, that we need a statue for Reggie Noble, aka Redman, and for me. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask for my own statue? <laughs> It seems kind of tacky. I mean, as far as when it comes to Newark, yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. You know, you ask for a statue, you grease the right palms, but yeah, look at Slata. Look how happy he is with his statue. Yeah. But this the reason this is a big deal is because Zlatan- Because he's naked. The statue is practically naked. And they gave him It is weird. He has no shoes. They gave the statue a very large bulge. Okay. <laughs> Did he meet Ali Kruger just before the statue was made? But look, the the statue is a little strange because he looks like he's uh, uh like he just stepped out of a Russian bathhouse, yeah, right? Yeah. He's in these weird shorts that are like It looks like the police woke him up. <laughs> He's like, what do you want? Oh, oh, hands are up. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want from me? I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, but, but Zlatan has always talked about, and the reason he is as, as arrogant uh, as he is, mm-hmm. is because he talks about how difficult it was being uh, you know, his parents are uh, like he's his dad, not Swedish. He's not Swedish. Like his, he's Swedish born, but he doesn't have a Swedish heritage. Exactly. So his his uh, parents are from uh, one from Bosnia and Herzegovina, yeah. and and uh, mom I think from Croatia. Oh, so you could just be from three countries now. That's pretty great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, bloodlines yeah. there. But he talked about how the, the difficult to be and racism that he had to like deal with. Yeah, he has like the darker hair, the bigger nose. He got made fun of for all those things growing up. So he built that. That thick outer skin, which you could see on the statue, uh, he <laughs> most of it actually. He built that over years of sort of being ridiculed. Exactly, and now he has a statue in in Sweden, right, yeah. where he's from. So I, it's a big deal for him. And uh, yeah, some people may feel he's a big big old asshole, but uh, he <laughs> did big. Old, why did I say it that way? Yeah. But <laughs> can we cut that man, out? Some people so feel. I can have that? Some people feel he's a prolapsed asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people, he's kind of a gape. You know? <laughs> anyway, I mean, you decide where you fall on that. Whichever one you want. Uh, but it, it is a big deal. For, uh, so congrats to him, at least for to, to that, getting a statue made. Anyway, uh, 
Last thing we wanted to talk about was uh, another uh, gay band. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, let's talk about a uh, a recent clip that was uh, going around uh, of James Corden. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, criticizing uh, streaming services. This is that hard-hitting comedy they do. <laughs> hey, the James Corden stop show. punching down, yeah. James Corden. Come but, on. <laughs> but look, he did uh, criticize streaming platforms. Uh, we we are on one, so yeah. uh, let's. And let's, he seemed to have leaned in a little hard on Fubo. He did. So let's uh, let's go right to that. We are proposing no more new streaming services. Okay, <laughs> we're fine. We're Fine. There's Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo, VRV, Pluto, Disney Plus, YouTube TV, Amazon Prime, HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO Max, Quibi, Fubo, Wingbat, Zaza. There are so many streaming services. I made up those last two and you didn't even notice. Not the last three. Not the last three. No, 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 no. Fubo is a real thing. People actually pay for it. What do they show? I have no Fuboing idea. Okay? Say our name. <laughs> Say our name right to our face, you coward. <laughs> Say unreal. Oh. Yo, all of a sudden we get on Fubo and all of us, this James Corden stuff comes out. I don't know if I, I feel like they're connected a little bit. Also, James Corden is from England and happens to be a soccer fan. How you not know what Fubo is? <laughs> wow. Why are you watching your soccer games on? Yeah, where are you watching West Ham lose every game? <laughs> on what service is that? Exactly. Because I know one that's pretty inexpensive, gives you all you can. Cable channels, your local channels, us as well. All right. It's called Fubo. <laughs> Fubo TV. Go to Fubo.tv slash Cooligans and register, sign, subscribe. Yeah, quit being a Fuboing jerk. <laughs> You're being a bit of a gape right now. I'm not going to lie to you. You know what? And I'm a fan of James Corden. I, li- I like his show. I like Carbo Karaoke. Oh, I, th- I, th- I always wonder myself, what do people who sing for a living look like singing in a car <laughs> with a British guy? I've always wondered that. It's a fun bit it's a fun that they've done sure. forty thousand times yeah migos was the best <laughs> migos, one migos with the uh the, with the, the money, money and stack. then they take him shopping it's a good one it's a good bit. it's a good show okay yeah. the j-lo why one? don't we take you sandwich shopping <laughs> <laughs> we'll do subway karaoke <laughs> that's all the budget we got at fubo right now <laughs> uh but you know look i don't know whatever i don't know it's just that this premise of uh of like no more streaming services it's like Bro, I know. Actually, I agree with him. No more streaming services. All you need is Fubo. <laughs> Get rid of the rest of them. Uh, yeah, shouts to the team. <laughs> you know what? No more CBS. Cancel that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Do you got cinnamon babka <laughs> in your studio? I don't think so. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what? Like uh, uh, all love. Right. Well, you know, we got to roast them a little bit. And we know people who work uh, on on uh, on James Corden. That's show. right. And they got nasty texts. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys are all warning. Yeah. Uh, so enough of this, uh, you know, anti Fubo stuff. Right. And, you know, they, they don't they didn't need to they didn't need to like he didn't need to like uh, hit it. Focus on no. Fubo so much. There's three uh, HBOs. You can't. You got. You got to show shade over here. <laughs> All right. So look, like we. I don't know if we'll fight James Corden the next time we see him. We'll, I'm willing to, if you want. <laughs> but we'll. We'll. Uh, you know. We'll be polite and kind. But hopefully, we're expecting an apology. That's all we're saying. So. All right. Another one in the books. Come on, baby. I mean, who does it better than us? Nobody, especially not James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little reminder. <laughs>
Okay. Our arch nemesis. <laughs> we have a new enemy. Uh, and we're going to, you know, our lives are now dedicated yeah. to, to challenging him at every opportunity. You know, there's some people who watch that segment on Fubo. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that right <laughs> They're now. They're like, I don't know. It seems to work fine working, to watch your show. Working right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you again uh, for listening. Make sure uh, you follow us, support, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, at join Dr. Gully Hooligans. Squad, which is also a fun yeah, time. Yeah, join Gully Squad. And, uh, and also watch the show on Thursday, 8 p.m. We're going to we be joined you. by Yael and Gloria Averbush. Uh, we, a good time. Yes. Uh, it's pretty dope. Uh, uh, Techni football. Uh, you know, they just involved in soccer for, for years. It's just a, a great, great duo. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We just want to break it with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right. Always supporting us. Gully Squad. Oh, uh, you're the best. You know, you know, you guys have been with us for a while now. And uh, and we're, we're going to be doing a lot of things, growing the show, uh, growing the podcast. Uh, and, and and you guys are a huge, huge part of that. Uh, Absolutely. And, and the guests that we have coming up next, they answer questions that we got directly from Gully Squad. Exactly. So you, you become a part of the show. You help us curate some of the questions that we're asking. You guys give us ideas. You guys are always helping us out. And also all the money that you're paying that help that goes to this all goes back into the show. It's what helps us to go travel like we were in philly this weekend it helps us go places it's amazing and it goes a long way and we love for you to become a bigger part of the show exactly so all you got to do is go to soccercooligans.com and click on gully squad it's right uh, at the top on the menu uh and we're gonna be doing a couple new things uh for our gully squad members so uh look out for new things maybe new we gifts got some gifts coming up Ooh, a couple, I don't know. Uh, you know maybe celebrate this whole little tv thing Absolutely. Uh, because you guys definitely helped us get here so uh again if you guys want to be a part of that you know also fifa 20 just came out if you guys want to play uh alexis or i in fifa 20 come out let me find out exactly you got to join gully squad that's uh, one of the perks so uh go to soccercooligans.com and click on gully squad right there on the menu and join at whatever level you like whatever you feel comfortable we'll with. love you forever exactly forever <laughs> We are back. Welcome, everybody. Uh, uh, we're absolutely uh, stoked and excited to uh, be joined uh, by the guest that we have today. Guest of honor. Guest of honor. This is our first uh, pair of guests at the same time. So now this now we're going to be juggling quite a bit. It's yeah. going to be, I don't know how difficult it's going to be for us. Uh, well, I think we'll be fine uh, <laughs> because they could carry this conversation on their own if they wanted they to. They don't even need us here. No, they don't. Uh, this is absolutely amazing. We've got published authors, professional runners, professional soccer player, <laughs> app creators. It's, it's all, it's, it's only two people. <laughs> it's a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, the two, the only <laughs> Yal and Gloria Averbush, everybody. Hello, guys. Hi. Very nice. Hi. We'll clap. Yeah, yeah. yeah please, yeah. please. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, both of you. And I just want to uh, let everyone know, because uh, Yal, you've been on the show before, because we interviewed you at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And then a couple months Months after that, we met your mother at an event uh, about um, sort of, uh, I guess, financial, uh, just it sort of, uh, I don't like know. Preparedness for like when you get out of the game. Exactly. For so, players that are near And your mom was there and she was so awesome. The best. So charming. And we were like. I remember we came up to you and your sister. Uh, remind me your sister's name. Shira. Yeah, we were mortified. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I was she like, she let me off the leash, right. and I made friends. We with let you. her out of our sight for one second, and then but she was I, over there talking. Yeah. To you. I yeah. said, I go, hey, I was talking to your mother over by the bar, and both of you went, oh no, it's <laughs> <laughs> a terrifying thing to say. When I, was, I was talking to your mother by the bar. I'm like, it's an emergency. Your mom is trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you don't see her dancing on the bar. No, it was no. amazing, and also very complimentary. Like, no, you were very supportive but, of what we do. Which, by the yeah. way. No one in our family. No, no. Well, you've got mothers too. But yeah. let me just say, it was so joyous 
because soccer, it's mostly very serious. So I spent a lifetime on the sidelines. I spent a lifetime writing about it and it's beautiful and it's deep and it's inspiring. Funny? Not so much. <laughs> Not yeah. so much. And I left there saying, God, this can be funny. Oh, she was talking about you guys for like upbeat. for days. Yeah, and oh, so yeah. here Weeks. I am singing your praises. <laughs> yes. and- well, thank you so much. Yeah. That's very, very sweet. We we were after uh after we met you, we were we were talking about it. I'm like It'd be awesome to have them both on the show. Oh, uh, I just so, you know, be, because of the, the energy, the Gloria energy yeah. uh, was just incredible. And also to embarrass you a little yeah, bit. Oh yeah, oh boy, you're going to, that's going to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not so bad yet. It's You've not got so bad the yet. famous and the infamous or about to be. There you go. Yeah. So now, uh, my first question is, what was Gloria like on the sideline? Uh, yeah. Oh, she was up. under strict regulations. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, this is the thing. There was no fly zone. I would be playing. You know, most kids have trouble playing because like their parents are yelling instructions or like they're hearing something from the coach and they can't focus i would hear my mom like talking and laughing and i hear like cackling on the side it was so distracting so she knew like i can't hear you during you're the like game. mom like, please golf, yell at the coach clap. golf clap golf yeah. clap and but, I'm, I'm oh go for it no no i just want to say because def- i got you're allowed to defend yourself. no i have to say <laughs> to all the soccer moms out there since i'm clearly the first one here i know we're just seen as the like orange slice giving women who have no life and we're completely involved with our kids on the other hand it's a great way to raise kids yeah i have to say and look they made a career of it that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Well, uh, like my mother was very uh, like hands off, meaning she didn't care. You know, like that was a big, <laughs> that was a big you yeah. different oh, right? different style. Look at us, just two <laughs> pillars of society. Here. Yeah. She, she was only hands on when she was smacking them. Yeah, that's the true. Head. That's how we've talked about this. That's how Latin moms get education and learning in your brain. They hit you with their hand, yeah, open hand only. So <laughs> the point that you just made about uh, uh, how it's helpful in raising uh, children. What 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 are those tenets? What are those uh, important values that soccer does offer in, in raising children? Okay. That, that that stand out to you. By the way, the most serious question ever asked on our show. Sorry. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It's all right, because I like to expound on this. So everything that you want to provide in every form and every lesson happens sort of as a microcosm while they're playing. So, yes, it's great when it's wonderful and they're successful. And that's easy to say how wonderful and hug them. But the really hard moments and when you're living in them, as I did, they were excruciatingly difficult. I hated to send my kid off to one of those ID camps and get the phone call that the coach said I'm no good or I'm not playing and feel her suffering. It pretty much never happened, though, with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, I don't know what you're like, talking about. I made the all the teams. Hand, they didn't even I, have my mother's number. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't need it. <laughs> when I reflect on all the deepest values that you want to be able to provide, whether it's strength, character, generosity, sympathy, resilience. Um, And of course, as athletes, our whole family feels strongly about identifying with the values of being and caring about your body and being physically fit. But all of those values get kind of really emphasized. They're very dramatic in your life. So not to be cynical, but instead of the kid that goes off to the mall and hangs out and learns to grow up that way or be a teenager, we have the opportunity, as every player you'll ever have here, as a mother or a father, or even in your life, someone formative, we have the opportunity to see those things defined right in front of us and use them as a vehicle. And I, and I have a very strong opinion and a very um, strong belief that my children grew up to be great human beings. And a lot of it 
was made, you know, between the lines. Yeah. Well, you've mentioned five things that I've never <laughs> been told in my life. You <laughs> yeah, health. Yeah, good health. <laughs> Talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> you're, Resilience, you're, you're you're little, look, I mean, you're sitting in between yin and yang. <laughs> I mean, the mall, I had the streets, but it was. Very, she I can mean, come wow. mentor you if you'd like. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you're a professional. She'll cook your meals. Yeah. Yeah. Some My heart will burst if I run to that door. Mine <laughs> around the block. Well, I, well, I'm curious about that. Uh, maybe that the flip side of that, uh, Yael, The the it sounds like the, your your mom had a, a very maybe. Uh, a defined way of how to sort of view the world, uh, uh, parenthood. Did it feel, I guess my question is like, was it super overbearing? Was it too difficult? Was it too much pressure? Oh, no, not at all. I mean, I I was very fortunate and I am very fortunate. My parents are like, they've been awesome. And they, I mean, they're certainly very involved. And we even joke now. I'm like, mom, I got to move out. I'm 33 and I'm like living at home every chance I get. She's cooking me my meals. This morning, actually, I had moved into a new apartment. I didn't have my morning coffee that she usually makes me. So I was like in a panic. Oh, but God. no, but but really, um, I, I'm very lucky to have like the kind of support where basically it was I was leading the way, but then they would be the first to be like, okay, I'll drive you there. Or, okay, you need a, a snack. We'll make you the snack to take on the road. So, yeah, I mean, people thought we were psycho for sure when I was growing up. Like, I, <laughs> I can only imagine what people yeah. thought. But it, actually, like, I'm probably the psycho. And they were just, like, trying to deal with me. I'd come home crying because I didn't do the step over right. I don't even know what it was. And then they had to, like, handle it. Mm. So, yeah, I'm probably, um, I joke that she does embarrass me. <laughs> but she really I'm going to tell me, you but. a true story. This is symbolic of the whole deal. So I went through two kids. She's like, two drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> no. like, oh, my God. Listen, this is you, soccer. More fights than you had in school. Yeah. No, there were. Cops came, everything. But the true story is after all those years of youth soccer times two, uh-huh. this is true. Last club came, end of high school, end of career, second child, about to be all done. Carrying the lawn chair, sturdy lawn chair. Thank you, Walmart. Unfold the lawn chair, sit down, swear to God it busts. I fall flat on my ass. Last game, (laughs) talk about symbolism. You're done, baby. You're done. Your chair is done. But all four corners busted. I sat flat on my butt. I mean, could you get like a symbolic thing how, right? How weak was this chair? That would have burst that thing first game. <laughs> oh, no, they were holding out. I had all that yeah. duct tape oh, going, yeah. man. I was going to make it to the end. That's I was going to make it to the end. It's very tense. It's all, it's embarrassing. I don't want you to think, since the first part of this, I sounded like perfection. Yeah. We were screwed you up, like those parents. Mom. That's kind of yeah. No, no. We were messed up. I was just up. saying that in my head. I'm like, we were like doing things that you look at those people with the wide open mouth screaming, it was embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, that sometimes we were over the top. What? So now in, in a more professional setting, one good thing is she's up in the suite, right? Oh, up in the, the, the Oh, yeah, you can't hear her anymore. Well, and hopefully this is like the goal of women's soccer to have enough people in the stands that you can't hear Your my mom's conversation. <laughs> Shouts NWSL work on that. Yeah, that's that's when you goal. see the progress. Yeah. When you can't the sellouts this year have finally got to the point where like you can't hear your parents' conversations. So it's really good <laughs> for important for the players. The we rip. were at we saw your daughter and your sister at the uh, Sky Blue FC game, uh, which happened the first one that happened at Rebel Arena uh, from someone who's been in NWSL for a while. I know you're still working with the uh, the the the. Players the players yeah, yeah. yeah. How does that feel to see what's happening now? And do you think, is this just a post-World Cup, World Cup bump or do you think this can keep going? 
Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's really cool for me, especially I actually started my professional career at Sky Blue. And I feel um, in my job with the Players Association, obviously, I have a, a professional role and I, I want the league to do well and I want to see those kind of things. But for me personally, being from New Jersey, having that being my first professional club, like seeing the team get to play in Red Bull Arena and the crowd that came, it's like emotional for me. So I think um, we got to keep it going. Certainly, there's always going to be a bump after after a big tournament, after the World Cup, we saw it last time. This is different, though, I think. I think we've hit some kind of threshold where um, it, it's really caught on. And people are, uh, you know, the whole we, we won't stop watching hashtag. Yeah. I think it's true. People have committed now to watching this game. So, um, you know, we were just at uh, Sky Blue's last home game at Red Bull. My mom was there with me. And it's just, it's important to see it. It feels professional. And that's really what we want. We want this to feel professional. We want there to be crowds. There were crowds filtering in kids playing and, and tailgating. That's the kind of feel we yeah, want yeah. for these games. Well, it was great. When we went to that first game at Rebel Arena, the, the amount of just you know, children so excited to see the, their favorite players and see Carly Lloyd and, and see Ali Long and all that stuff like that. Uh, I, I even, yeah, you, it's difficult to not get emotional because you realize, oh, they don't get this opportunity very often because maybe, uh, you know, it was a Yurkak field might be just too far for them and stuff like that. So it, it was a, a good feeling. I did have another question. This was from uh, one of our Gully Squad members. I, I thought it was a, a, a pretty good question. Uh, this is from Mike Thomas. He said, uh, this uh, to yeah, he said, how do the, the U.S. women's national team players reconcile the balance balance between serving their national team and doing doing what's best for the USA program? So that basically the 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 crux of the question is based on how Rose Lavelle she recently couldn't uh, couldn't play uh, a, a NWSL game for the Washington Spirit because she was involved in a, in a, a FIFA gala. So uh, kind of that balance like the women's national team does so much uh for the popularity of the sport but may does that affect the the growth of the actual league sometimes yeah i mean if you look at how soccer set up all over the world the club team is your is your place yeah. that's your team and then you you go and the national team's extra it's an extra honor we've for a long time here in the u.s which is a testament to our success. The national team has been the pinnacle. It's been everything. And there's been times where we didn't have a professional league. So the national team had to set up programming, had to have like long training camps, residency programs. And that was everything for these players. We're just starting to see the shift of now the club teams, you know, we're seeing players identified from those club teams to play for the national team. And the league has been around for seven years. So it's here. Like yeah. we don't need to worry about it like we had in the past. So I think it's a tough balance, but really it's not up to the players to balance that. They should they should be helped by both the national team and the league in the programming and the scheduling in order to make sure that most of the national team games are during the FIFA windows. So, you know, they're not they're not missing anything to go to, you know, the gala and be named one of the best players in the world yeah, is yeah. an important thing. Of obviously, course, that, that's a tough thing. And celebrating the World Cup and the victory tour, obviously, it's interrupting the season a little bit. But these are really important things for the women's game. So I think the national team players service to our country on that stage is helping the league, even if they're not present with their clubs. Here's okay. The point, I, I mean, I think it's actually I think it's most notable now after the uh, world, the women's World Cup, the World Cup that just happened this year is. It seems to me like the, the women's team moves the needle forward for the entire sport in the country. The men's team sometimes moves the needle back. Uh, <laughs> but it seems like as the women succeed, the sport as an entirety succeeds in this country. So it's almost like you have this dual duty that you have to do is to support the, the your club, obviously. Right. But you also have to support the entire game because it still feels like it's teetering a little yeah. bit, uh, you know. 
I don't know. I'm not sure what's caused this bump or what's caused this sort of new excitement in the game. But it seems to me like the more outspoken some of the women are, it seems like they get a bit more sort of ability to be on news on news pieces. And when they speak out, everyone listens. How does that sort of how does that equate? Do you see that from someone who's on the inside or do you think that's just us from the outside watching? Oh, no, certainly. I mean, they've they've set the bar and they've raised the bar themselves. They set it again and again. And I think this time was huge for a lot of reasons. And they've transcended. You know, you look at a Megan Rapino is a cultural icon. Yeah. And I mean, and this is my friend and my teammate for many years. And for a long time, she we always saw her as this person, but she was a soccer player. And now she has transcended that. And I think a lot of those players have become something greater for the sport and for women's equality and a lot of things like that. Um, my challenge and my goal personally with the NWSL Players Association is, to, OK, they've set the bar here. How do we bring how do we bring up yeah. everyone else? Because, well, across the world, there's serious inequality between men's men's and women's sports. Yeah. We also have a gap in, within our league of these women who are the very best in the world and are celebrities now. And then some other players who literally can't make ends meet, who are their teammates, starters next to them on the field. It's hard for me to reconcile why one can only transcend or transcend universally in the women's game with being outspoken or political, which is great. I mean, look at the NBA right now and how much attention something like that gets. Yeah. But the irony is, if that's not who you are, where is your universal notice? If a man is like a Messi or, or you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, they just got to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. And so it's just like an interesting dilemma. I applaud the fact that, I mean, Megan Rapino could obviously be president as far as I'm concerned right now. Turns out but, we all can. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Good one. Yeah. But is that, is that what it's going to take? Is there something about needing to find another form in which to make yourself famous? That is a great point, though. Like, how come it's not just what you do on the field uh, that gets yeah, you the notoriety? Yeah, it's still that sort of 99 Women's World Cup phenomena where it worries me that you get a big splash of attention and then you ask a legitimate question. How is it sustained? Is the attention that we're seeing just a bump? It worries me how you keep that pitch that high, so to speak, the level that high. So you were mentioning sort of that that pressure that um that women's soccer players may feel about uh be, ha having to be sort of outspoken uh as far as um uh, do you feel like there is uh I, I guess in my mind like megan rapino is being wildly outspoken so that somebody else doesn't have to like in the future like is there is that she's like right she's what 34 she might not play in yeah. a world cup so she could take the hit like at know. least um for, uh, as far as the progress are, are do you think that w women's soccer players are getting less outspoken than before or do they have to be more to like get those gains to move it further than or move the needle further yeah i i think they're the platform is simply bigger and i think that like what megan rapino has said over and over she has strong beliefs about things going on in our country that she sees that are not right and she feels like with her platform which has gotten bigger that is her responsibility yeah. i don't think every player feels the responsibility to do that but certainly we're at the point still with women's sports where like we said it, it might not be good enough to just do what you do on the field and be the best in the world. Literally, they're the best in the world. Like you also have to have a fashion line or you have to uh, look a certain way or have this, whatever else to get that attention. So I think that um, it's simply, I think with Megan Rapinoe, she's a unique case. She has specific um, statements that she wants to make. And I think now she has the platform to make them and she's done a, amazing and 
um, inspirational job of doing that. You know, sports don't automatically teach you or inculcate the idea that you're going to have views and be outspoken. But a, a, well, I'm so, sorry. Slow down. So, you're on a you're on a show with two comedians. <laughs> None of us have ever read. Well, a book. at least I one of us has never read a book. <laughs> but I didn't curse yet. Yeah, how do I know that? I don't know that for sure. That can be a horrible word. Yeah, yeah. Inculcate. What'd you call my mother? <laughs> that was Spanish. For, for, I'm doing okay. Yo, how's it? <laughs> Glory. Yeah. Well, if you look at the wide swath of NBA players, you're going to get a LeBron James who's socially conscious. Or you're going, but here you have women's soccer, and it's a little bit like deer in front of the headlights. Yells correct, Megan Rapinoe. This is who she is. But that's kind of like you need a wide population of people in order to pluck the ones that are going to be socially conscious. And I, I kind of think it's a burden. Yeah, Elle's right. You got to be fashionable. You can't say the wrong thing. You, you know, well, uh, you this can- is actually a point that we've made uh, with some, uh, you know, soccer players in the past, in particular women's soccer player, and mostly off, off mic because we don't want to put anyone in a position where they say something or they feel uncomfortable being asked. But it does seem like sometimes you kind of got to have to get it lit on Instagram if you're going to get, like, it seems like sometimes if you have a more popular Instagram account, maybe you make more money. Maybe you get the endorsements. Maybe you get the longer contract because oh, yeah. it's great to oh, have yeah. you. How's popping? Yeah, what's popping on your IG? <laughs> what's this up? is IG check. Let's pull up. <laughs> GMA verb. G-M-A-V-E-R-B. Okay. She only has like, I think she... She likes all of my pictures, but I think she only has like two of her own. Oh yeah, she's yeah, a support gotta... a supporter uh, on Instagram, not as much as a poster. No. Yeah, my mother does hieroglyphic. Every <laughs> once in a while, every once in a while, my mother will send me a DM like, "What did you say about me?" And I'm she like, "Knows how to DM though." That's yeah, cool. but I'm like, she "How knows what you... DM means?" No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it means to inculcate. Uh, everybody knows that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look it up later. And... Uh, well, you we're gonna we're gonna take a photo, and hopefully, you will post this photo of your time. Yes. On she show. might not to all negative two followers. Yeah. yeah. You gotta help her. Yeah. What is speaking of uh, Instagram and apps and whatnot, you have an app we've talked about Techne football. How's that going? Um, going very well. It's for actually, I was going to offer to you guys. I know, you know, you talk a lot about soccer. You joke how you're not necessarily soccer players. Uh-huh. This could be your start. Okay. You know, we have players as young as six years old using the app to train all the way through pro players. So like all levels. I mean, you guys have to fit in there somewhere. Okay, I yeah, think. I want to yeah. start at you the six-year-old level. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks. So. Uh, is there something below that? <laughs> There's a level down okay. option for a lot of the drills. Yeah. Okay. A couple level downs if you need. All right. Oh, cool. Does the app know if you're doing the drills or not? You have to, it, you have to be self-aware. Okay. Yeah. And you have to. Good. It's it's an honor system a little bit. So uh, yeah, I'd love to because I watch your your Instagram videos and you uh you know you still uh, practice regularly and uh you're bouncing the ball off the wall and it's just like it's it's just it, the game clearly is not you know it doesn't leave you you know what I mean you you there's always something that you can improve on you're like a like a retired uh, army vet who still cleans his gun just. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That is one analogy. I would. Okay. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. Somebody kicks a soccer that's ball at that's you. That's you scarily accurate. <laughs> but it has been cool to see. I know you just recently posted. Uh, I guess the 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 number of subscribers or or like you hit a milestone. Yeah. So uh, what does it sort of mean to be able to reach that many people and help people uh, improve their game? Yeah, well, the app actually just reached three years since we launched it. And I I always joke because I I did not know what a business was before I started this. I was like, okay, I'm going to make these weekly training sessions. I'll schedule out like three years in advance and it'll just like run. So for me to look back and say like, this has been three years of work. Like I thought, okay, 
I'm, you know, my playing career, I, I know what it is to work hard, run fitness and stuff. This is like another world of work. Um, just, uh, things I never, I didn't even know th- these were jobs, like doing things like sales and, and all the, I don't even know, um, product management, everything. She, she sees it. No, let me, let me like, brag. She she's like, you've been working for 26 countries in every state. I mean, that's I powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I bring my powerful. mom to, to brag for me. <laughs> yeah. um, Marketing. She's a hype woman. Yeah. No, the app is doing awesome. And it's no really, it's rewarding to see, like, see these players who, they're all who I was when I was a kid. Like, I literally yeah. made what I would want to use as a kid. But I always joke with my mom because my mom, she... She's awesome. She thinks I'm good at everything. Like literally, sing, I, there are some things I'm good, but she's like, "Yeah, oh, you're good at dancing." In, <laughs> in second grade, you could walk on the line like straight when none of the kids would. I'm like, "Mom, I'm I'm I told you to dance." <laughs> <I'm terrible. laughs> like, you're embarrassing the family. I'm like, "Ma, put the microphone down at my wedding." What are you doing? <laughs> but Yael writes these beautiful the things thing. about her relationship with the soccer ball and playing on her own and how much it means to her this and how an accurate. Brad. Even yeah. even in times of distress or sadness or like if you don't make a team or what, she always had that ability to then go to a wall, find a place. And even if it was through tears for some reason, she could the comfort of knocking the ball like against the wall. Right. Yeah. And so I think when you live that and feel that. Uh, you communicate that. And that's what I think the app is basically about. I did the same thing. No, when I was going through tough times as a teenager, I would find a wall and there's no cops around. I would write stuff on it. It's the wall. I knew there was an analogy. Whoops. An analogy coming here. Grammar. Yeah. 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 You can find me at at inculcate on the wall. You're never going to let me live back down. I'll be in the old age home and I'll be getting these calls. It's like eating away at me. No, don't start. I'm not going the vocabulary. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> integrate. Yeah, good. Well, Make I do it part of your fiber of your being. I go How to pizza shops and inculcate some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd find a That's food a analogy. You gotta find a food. Christian, if you're ever on vacation, we're bringing Glory in as a co-host. <laughs> you see that day at that event where they let me off the leash? Was it not worth? Yeah, it? absolutely. You wouldn't be gotten off that leash, baby. Whoa. <laughs> Communication seems to be a very important part of uh, the Averbush family, right? And yeah. uh, and and your your posts and and they are well written. Clearly, um, uh, your mom must have had an influence, right? And some and inspiration. Gl- Gloria, you are a, a published author. We have a book uh, right here in front of us that I believe this is. Is this a gift for us? This is a gift because for the you know, you're very child like in a good way. <laughs> One of my soccer books is a children's book. Um, very sweet with a moral. Many of them are based off incidences that I saw in all the years my kids played soccer. But the thing about soccer that I want to say is what makes you curious once you delve in, this is what you do to kind of bring out and discuss what it is that moves you, makes you laugh, is funny, occupies you. I saw so much going on that I did start to write books about it because it fascinated me. And I thought, what better way to understand what my children are passionate about? And so the book I wrote with Anson Dorrance called The Vision of a Champion, um, you're going to love this story, heartstrings, I think. So I went in the locker room when he gave one of his talks right before I signed the contract to write a book with him. And he finished reading a letter from a player And he folded up the letter and to this single elimination, it was an NCAA tournament. And he said, now go out and play as if it were your last time, because one day it will be. 
I cried for 15 minutes. The players were probably fine. She was just... Yeah, I, I went into the stands yeah, and I went... <laughs> Who's that old woman over there? But then we, we wrote a great, wonderful book together, which I'm happy to say just came out in its, I think, third or fourth printing. And it's done very well because when someone such as a coach or someone key to the game can articulate the way my dear daughter can, it means a lot to a lot of people. That's awesome. And you guys are here articulating in your own funny in entertaining way. It's interesting that you call what Alexis does articulate. <laughs> oh, sorry. Another word I should. Let me dumb it down. No. He's just putting it out there. Articulating, I've heard before because people say, you don't. <laughs> you know, people know what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> and this book is called A Turn for Lucas. Yes. And this is something that you saw. This was. Like, yes. And I. Turning to hard drugs. What happened? Well, no. <laughs> it's it a sweet story about twins and the girl is very much modeled on Yael who juggles the ball around the dinner table and it's about you know kids learning to support the kid who they always stick in the goal (laughs) who has a shining moment to call that the fat kid (laughs) that's where I got stuck boy you're obsessed with it yeah (laughs) that's where I got stuck everyone's like Alexis is in goal I'm like now this is for you because he's the hero of the story nice oh perfect he's the hero of the story and it's a beautiful thing where kids you know Yael was once on a boys team a girl a Puerto Rican kid, four black kids, and believe me, walk you, into a bar. Yeah, walk into <laughs> she a bar. Play, dance. No play, <laughs> play white bread youth soccer. Yeah. That was an adventure, and so I wanted something about all kinds of kids because it's still a really one-dimensional kind of pet. Well, I don't want to use that word. Too big. Um, <laughs> I was going to uh, say heterogeneity. She's, ki- she's keeping them in the chamber. That's, make me that's so some st- of the coldest. That's the coldest stuff that's well, ever you been made said. Me so self on this damn show. <laughs> oh, that word too big for you. Three syllables. I can't that pull that. Actually, one. four. Four. No. I don't want you to faint. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know could oh. get that high. <laughs> well, you you yeah. also wrote a book about uh, nutrition and. Uh, oh, should I just leave? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Why am I even here? It's just pick on Alexis. My girlfriend is a nutritionist. uh, So it was like very, I want to read the book uh, just to to hear the sort of this food guide for women's soccer. Yeah. The the, the, sort of that, the angle uh, um, on nutrition and soccer. When I play soccer, right? I don't know what the hell to eat before the game. Am I, do I eat something to prepare? Do I not eat anything at all? Sometimes SpaghettiOs. And then it flushes your system and you like it in every way. Oh, boy, great. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you're the one who lived with all this idea of the nutrition since you were young when it began. And I saw the players get really exhausted before the game was over, having tried four donuts as their pregame meal. Hell yeah. So, like, what do you think? Nice you're- light meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, this you should probably not listen to this advice, but I think the most nutrition for soccer, it's like people think of eating less or dieting. It's like you actually have to fuel your body. I agree. So it's this what you put into your body. Thing. Yeah, see, no, this, like, I totally, it's I'm better, carbo loading for a race. I'm never going to run. It's better to eat pizza or donuts than nothing before the game. And I think that's what people are always like, well, I don't, I should eat a salad. Like, no, you no, need energy. Particularly for in the women's game, you know, that, that, chicken breast with no skin and a salad with no dressing. And everyone thought that was the best way to eat okay. healthy, and, but not, to, not, you know, Anson was great about this. He used to say, why do all the women I coach want to be smaller and not take up space? And the men I've coached want to be big and powerful and take up space. It's a great metaphor. You'd love this idea. Eat up, baby. 
you're about to run on the field for 90 not, minutes. Not you have to, you have to run on the field. <laughs> you bring me a baby. I mean, <laughs> it's in her book. Yeah. I don't know. I'm following glorious. Go everybody. for twins, man. Go for twins. You said you didn't want this one. <laughs> you know, and that maybe uh, raises another question because they are, they, they, especially in women's soccer, there tends to be um, like uh, body issues or body oh, dysmorphia. Terrible. What is the sort of the, the challenges that women face as far as like finding what the quote-unquote right body type is to play the game i mean i think it's a it's like focusing on performance rather than what you look like or what you feel like what do you need to do in the gym to be the most explosive explosive athlete if it makes your thighs look bigger it makes your thighs look bigger you're gonna get to the ball first so i think like that's the thing is what makes you perform well and usually it's not losing weight or being slimmer like being having a model's body it's having strong muscles like you look at Messi's thighs are like this but like no woman really wants like wants to look like that so i think there's a balance and and you'll hear players say like oh i don't want to lift too much i don't want to bulk up but like if you some players need to lift more and you'll appreciate i don't know if this can get him in trouble but actually anson dorrance in college you'll think it's funny um he knew he wasn't supposed to talk to players directly about their weight because it's it's very sensitive so he would he said oh i have a solution i'll get around it i'll tell you more pizza or less pizza And so that's how you literally <laughs> tell players. Yeah. You unfortunately might have heard less pizza. Yeah. Like the, you don't know that. I'm trying to thick it up. Performance. HICC. A role model for those women who don't eat it. Exactly. Yeah. I'll okay. be the don't. I'll yeah. sit there and be like, this is what happens if you don't listen <laughs> to the pizza advice. But also, I think this is like, you know, with like the Sports Illustrated uh, body, yeah. you know, where you get these women that are very, very strong and very athletic and they have like abs and stuff and big thighs, but it looks sexy. You know what I mean? Maybe that takes that sort of pressure away from trying to be yeah. thinner but even that like, like not everybody does have a six-pack like mm. some people's like tell me about it you <laughs> <laughs> like some really good players just are never going to be like cut like that and right. i would say the men it's a little different like i would always joke because women need a long time to get in shape for preseason then we'd have our college men's team and they'd be like oh yeah preseason i gotta start running next next week we have the like beef test eating i was funions. like what do you mean next week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it take me six months to get in shape for that and then like two days the guys get fit so it's just it's harder oh two days that's all it takes <laughs> yeah, give it yeah. a try. Well, well listen this has been an absolute <laughs> honor to have both of you guys thank on. you so where much. could everyone follow you guys on social media you and you know Gail, you tell us where you just can follow send both yeah. a message to me and she'll tell me what yeah no she yeah. looks at all my social media so if you want to comment below mine yeah okay that my name best way to contact Averbush. yeah if you want you put a comment my mom will read all the comments she'll respond in there maybe i'll show her how to respond okay yeah. perfect you know what joie de vivre is and you know what yes, this I is do. it that i know this is it here this really it awesome. is awesome if you don't know what that means that means uh if you're scared get a dog <laughs> <laughs> real quick i just had a question from a gully squad member who does uh, ajax love more uh yael or aaron your dog. Uh, well, like Aaron's his person because I didn't want a dog. So nice. I didn't tell Ajax. I hope you're not listening. <laughs> no, but I was like, we can't get a dog. But if we get a dog, you take it out. You do whatever. So I love Ajax when he's cuddly, whatever. And then like, Aaron, your dog needs to go out. So nice. then that's how it works. <laughs> thank you, Danielle, for, for the question. Guys, thank you so much. Thanks. This has been an absolute honor. Absolute honor. Uh, you, uh, thank you. Huge fans of both of you and, uh, you. and continued success. Uh, Same here. Both. They were great. How, how fun was that? Come on, just, Gloria. Yeah. Uh, Gloria, just uh, running this, running this yeah. show. Yeah. I'll I'll shine us. 
I can't wait till our guest on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that should be coming soon. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you to them. Uh, we uh, let's talk about a couple of things before we uh, wrap the show. Yeah. There's a couple of subjects. Um, we have to talk about. Uh, so decision day happened uh, right. on uh, October 6th and uh, the, the last uh, uh, match day for Major League Soccer. Shouts to the Portland Timbers who won. They did win uh, and knocked out the San Jose Earthquakes. Right. Who I think you were the one who said they were going to go to MLS Cup and what a <laughs> what, what a dummy <laughs> Christian is. What right? a ridiculous Ew. thing for me to say over and over on uh, across <laughs> several episodes. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I'm never going to forgive him for it. Uh, but how, do, how do you feel now that uh you were wildly wrong <laughs> uh well here's the thing i said they could win mls cup uh, we'll never know uh, you didn't not- say what year no <laughs> also they're not going to play in it this year so who knows if they could have won or not uh but they might have lost their coach too it's a tough one uh they they uh, capitulation right that's the uh, yeah that's the word uh, you completely falter towards the end of the season this was going to happen to you, and so, it's a real shame. The one thing that uh, stood out um, in this particular match, um, actually the news after the match, was with Brian Fernandez. Brian Fernandez has, uh, similar to Adama Diomande, uh, had entered the, the substance abuse uh, protocol. A, big, a little bit of a different, uh, the rumor is, or what's being reported is that, you know, the team was aware of this ahead of time. Yes. And there's something in this contract that that sort of stipulates if this happens yeah, because I, I believe he had like drug related issues uh, that he's just in the past that he's like kind of battling with. And and he volunteered himself into the substance abuse. So I, I hope uh, he is doing OK. I hope he recovers. And, and obviously, I know Timbers fans would want him and in the playoffs. And hopefully he is back sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, and, but I also, hope, you know, the, you and know I hope that he, he, he sort of gets gets a chance to get the help that he needs. Exactly. That's super important. And, and it's something that we're very sort of open about here. If you need that help get it exactly i tell alexis all the time uh <laughs> you, you what drug am i doing <laughs> look at me help for a lot of di- well, a lot of different yeah. things not necessarily drugs anyway um let's talk about the mls cup playoffs that are coming up uh the 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 brackets are set that's it they're done uh you know the uh, this we also time- didn't talk about lafc breaking the points record that's right and well- uh carlos velez uh breaking the goals record yeah uh they're, they're just destroying everything left and right so you see them there um on the on the Western Conference, they get a break. Beautiful bracket that they put up. Um, there it is. Boom. Whoa. Look at that. Zoom into the West, my guy. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're give still, us this budget. <laughs> What's going we're on? We're still here? adjusting to how uh, the resources that we actually have. Yeah, we this, this is, is a, impre- impresses us every single week. It's a bit much for me. This is where that Bobka money's going <laughs> into. So uh, we got uh, LAFC. They're going to get a. They're going to get a uh, break. So they get a, a buy. Yeah. But if you look at the West, Minnesota versus LA Galaxy. There's no one. I I can't pick a favorite there. And these are all. Just, if you do not know, these are all single game uh, eliminations. That's so right. uh, you you have to basically uh, the home team is going to have a huge uh, huge upside, huge favorite. Uh, and and it's crazy. Forget, the other team has slot on. Yeah, exactly. But the, in uh, the last uh, on decision day, like those, you, you needed to win those games to possibly host the game. And LA Galaxy will have to go to Allianz Field and play Minnesota. I have to. This is this is probably the only one where I feel LA Galaxy really have, uh, they're, they're my favorite here. I think LA Galaxy uh, can defeat I'm Minnesota think, here. I think Minnesota moves forward. I think, I don't know where they're going to get goals from. They haven't scored that many goals towards the end of the season. Yeah. But I'm going to say the homie from Essex County, 
Murder Mason toy, baby. It's Murder Mace. <laughs> okay, he loves being called that. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, shouts to Murder Mace. Uh, toy, uh, I think Toy's going to be uh, toying with the galaxy. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I, no one's ever <laughs> used that before. Nah. Uh, no, but and like the, the, the match between uh, RSL and Portland. Uh, you, I think that's going to go to Portland. They won the last match. At, at uh, you know, at Rio Tinto? I yeah. don't think so. At don't the, even have a coach. At the, at the right. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough. I think... Uh, uh, RSL is the favorite. And there. I think Seattle is going to pull it out against Dallas. Shouts to Dallas. Great young players. I think it's going to be too much of them. Let's go to the East real quick. The, the East is also set. NYCFC has uh, the, they get the break. All right. And Who do you the, think they're going to play? Toronto or DC? Oh, I think um, uh, DC just has not looked great. No, the they're trash. Uh, <laughs> give, it to, <laughs> give it to Toronto. Uh, Philly versus Rebels. This one I'm going to be so excited to this watch. This is a good match. I, I kind of want to go to this game if we're around. Yeah, I don't know if we're available, but this this is uh, going to be a good one. I, I, it's tough to pick. I don't know who's going to win this one. I, I say it's going to be. Especially if Ale Bedoya is healthy and comes back. Uh, it's going to be tough. Gonna be, maybe just Philly just a little bit more. I'm going to say this is a pick em. I It could go either way. And then, yo, Atlanta versus New England. Old MLS versus new MLS. <laughs> Brooklyn Bruce versus Frank DeBoer. Yep. Uh, this is going to be huge. I think it goes to Atlanta. Yeah, uh, New England. Uh, they, they. I mean, it's been an incredible story, right? Uh, the, the after the season, the way their season started. Yeah. Nobody put them anywhere. Nobody thought they would make it to the playoffs. No, and nobody. The fact that they're here is just uh, it, it, pretty much incredible. And Bruce Arena. You know, clearly he's very good at his job, yeah. uh, but Atlanta should should take this one. So, so I feel like it's going to be Atlanta. And if I had to pick a Philly or Rebel, if you had to pick one right now, who do you go? Um, I, I just got it with the home uh, team. I'm, I'm going to pick go the Philly. Rebels just because I think Rebel Atlanta will be a fun game. As much as I love Philly. Oh, yeah. No, that would be definitively yeah. an uh, incredible game. It was just announced that uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger is retiring. Yes. Who uh, we have a long torrid history with. <laughs> I don't toy, know if I use toy. that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> long, <laughs> passionate <laughs> history with. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it, Bastian Schweinsteiger uh, announced his retirement. Uh, he last, you know, team he's played for, uh, um, the Chicago Fire, yeah. uh, who also announced that they are going to be, uh, they, they had like the promo video and did the whole thing to go to Soldier uh, Field. Moving to Soldier Field. So uh Bastion Stagger's like, nope, I'm staying in Bridgeview, baby. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. I signed a contract to play. I have to play 45 minutes away from downtown. I will bring this team to the World Cup on my own if I have to. <laughs> yes, and we that that was our history with it where we yeah. um if you guys uh are not aware you you can look at uh look at it on our Instagram. But also don't forget in the scrum he made fun of me for when he thought I was Colombian because I had the Columbia jersey on. Which is a fair assessment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if somebody's draped in a flag, you'd be yeah. like, hey, you from that place? <laughs> no, I was just a little cold. <laughs> so, um, but yes, that when we went to Chicago for the All-Star game and we got to uh, talk to Bastion in, in that scrum, we got to talk to him in the uh, in the press conference. But basically, uh, what ended up happening was... Uh, uh, like when, when he first he, came. When, when he, he first, first got signed. to, when he, he was announced by the Chicago Fire, when a, a journalist asked him uh you know do you think the chicago fire can uh win the world cup now that you're here yeah and everybody which was can happen, <laughs> which can happen. that's yeah. not how it works 
Yeah, uh, you can't let an MLS team <laughs> into a competition for nations. It doesn't work that way. So we got, you know, American uh, soccer got roasted that day. Yeah, we took a big old L. Right? <laughs> it was, uh, you know, we, the, the guy was sent. I forgot what publication he was He was just from. like a, a videographer who got to ask a question. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just there. Exactly. But whatever. But it just goes to show just how naive a lot of Americans are about the sport of soccer. And they tried to fix it and say he meant the FIFA Club World Cup. Yeah, sure he did. Yeah. He does how about it. this? <laughs> Nobody remembers that's a competition. You know? He definitely does not know what the FIFA Club World Cup is. He was like, yeah, that's what I meant. Is that real? Y'all, y'all messing with me. Thanks for saving me, yo. I could have looked real dumb out here. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a chance to interview him a couple months later at the All-Star game. Yes. And uh, we asked, you know, do you think that this game against a big na- a big uh, team is it, you know, sort of shows the movement of American soccer. And also now that you're with the MLS officers, do you think now you can win the World Cup? Got a big laugh. Big pop. Got a big laugh. We're crushing in the press conference room. <laughs> Buddy, bunch of people writing in their notebooks. <laughs> had to look up and laugh. You know, it's very difficult to get them to look yeah. up. But they did. Shortly thereafter, we were asked by an executive, do you have to come to these conferences? <laughs> that is a fact. That is 100% <laughs> true. How about you no longer show up to these press conferences? Words said directly to our faces. Yes. Uh, but And it turned out that the, the journalists... That was uh, that had originally asked the question. He was standing was, behind us. Was standing behind us in the room. But also, I had talked to Bastion about asking it again. Like they had a cute back and forth that they had prepared. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we ruined it. Comedy's all about timing, baby. <laughs> Get in there. Raise your hand first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, it, uh, uh, it, it. At least we got to see Bastion what, for uh, a year and a half uh, in this league, um, and and it was. It was cool. I mean, it got, it, we got to see those thick calves in person. That's right. His calves are so big that the kit guy has to stretch his socks over a massive bottle of vodka. This is all this fact. This is 100% true. That's the only way he could get socks on his leg. Yeah. If you, I wish we had a photo of his legs, but if you look up Bastion uh, Schweinsteiger's like, l- calves. You know, you know the, the jug with the three X's that like Warner Brother cartoons would drink out of? That's what he <laughs> have to stretch it over. I'm not making that up. Yeah. That's the, the, the bottle with the handle is the one they have to stretch socks over <laughs> to get it over his calves. Yeah, it's, it's just very, very... What's r- happening in Germany, man? <laughs> so, I feel like he only took steroids in his calves. <laughs> he didn't want them anywhere else. That doesn't seem real. He's like, no, they go into your butt. He's like, no, <laughs> put them in my calves. Put it in the source. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we, but we did get to see him in there, and it was a cool thing, man. It was cool. So you know, uh, another, who, another announced uh, retirement, even though he made it into the playoffs, Michael Parkhurst of Michael Parkhurst, Atlanta right. United. Uh, this is he announced this was his last uh, season. Been around a long time. Uh, made it to three MLS Cups with the New England Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost all of them, yeah. <laughs> but but he won with Atlanta United, so it was all it was all correct. You know who else retired? Who? All the Orlando City fans. What a real shame. <laughs> you know? they, re- they retired to to bed in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah. I think. They're like why? <laughs> why can't we be Miami International? <laughs> Uh, yeah, unfortunate. All right, you know, there's a lot of uh, hopefully they can figure it out in the in the next season. Even with, uh, but it's only going to be tougher with the, there's going to be new teams. Yeah, uh, it's is it only Miami in uh, next I, year? I or? think only Miami joins. We have two. No, Austin's a follow. Yeah, the following year. All right, so it's going to be shouts to you, SoCal Andrew. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> He's very much alive and fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Nashville's My, also Miami, Nashville. right. Okay, cool. All right. What a great show. Come on, huh? We had Gloria and Yael and 
us and Bastion and <laughs> yeah. Bastion's calves. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it all. <laughs> no, another uh, fun episode. Thank you again for watching. Thank you for all the people. That people have been uh, very supportive, sticking sticking with us. You know, yeah, all this time. Sure. So uh, we appre- appreciate <laughs> sticking it. with us through all the tough times. It's been tough. It's been a tough uh, eight episodes. Yeah. Ninth, you know, it's been challenging making TV, but we're, we're figuring it out. And but- shouts to EMLS for the uh, for the dope kit. Thank they, you. Yes, the, that was that's the kit cancer kit. Shouts to uh, 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 Philadelphia, Philadelphia <laughs> Union, and shouts to Christian Polanco. I'm Alex Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!